Say you find yourself in Fresno, California, on a sweltering summer day. The temperature gauge on your car hovers around 110 degrees, and there's sweat dripping down your face. There's one place you can go to escape the heat, no air conditioning necessary. But to get there, you kind of have to know where to look. We're very unassuming from ground level. People park and they get out of their cars and they're kind of just looking around. Just from ground level, we don't look necessarily like a whole lot because everything's really underground. But then near this nondescript parking lot, you'll see a staircase. Once our guests start walking down our entry staircase and they start feeling that 10 degree temperature difference and they're looking at these man-made walls and this citrus that's growing 10 feet underground, they're just, they're just blown away. I'm Dylan Thuris, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. Today, we are taking you to an underground oasis, a winding maze of rooms and passageways filled with lush citrus trees. And all of this is the product of one man's dedication and work over four decades. A visit to the Forestier Underground Gardens in Fresno, California. Coming up after this. When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites, along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies west. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. Think Underground Gardens, and you might picture someone growing plants in their basement under a huge bank of fluorescent grow lights, a kind of dark, damp, and humid experience. But Cami Sapola, who's the operations manager of the Forestier Underground Gardens, says that their garden is the exact opposite. Because he's got these skylights and these little, um, we call them like peak holes that let light in and air in everywhere. It's very light and airy. And there's never really that long of a passageway before you get to another room that's nice and open or has a nice big skylight. A walk through these gardens takes you through winding arched passageways. You'll come across small living spaces, bedrooms, kitchens with beautiful hand-painted frescoes. There are courtyards. There is a ballroom. And punctuating most of these spaces are these skylights. 
opening up, punching up into this blue sky above, letting all of that light in. And underneath these skylights are a sight that seems pretty implausible. These citrus trees, overflowing with fruit, growing underground, reaching up through the skylights towards the sun. It's a sight that Cammie says you really have to see to believe. Pictures, video, all of that, it gives you an idea, but it's nothing like actually being there and, you know, smelling the citrus, seeing the lemons and the oranges growing on trees and just feeling that sense of serenity. It's, it's pretty amazing. The forestier underground gardens are huge. Today, this maze of rooms and courtyards covers almost three subterranean acres. It used to be even bigger. More on that in a bit. For now, the amazing thing to know is that these gardens were dreamed up and built entirely by one man. And his story starts not in California, but on the other side of the country. Well, really on the other side of the world. Let's go back in time for a second, to 1901. A man named Baldassar Forestier is deep underneath the city of Boston, digging a tunnel for a subway train. Baldassar is an immigrant from Sicily. His father is a citrus farmer, and someday, when his father dies, the family farm will be passed along to Baldassar's older brother. Baldassar knows that if he wants to make something for himself, if he wants his own farm, he's going to have to go it alone. So that is how he ends up in America. It's where he finds a job as a day laborer digging these subway tunnels. But all day long, he dreams of the farm and of citrus. One day, Baldassar hears that there's farmland for sale out west in California, a land of plenty. And so he starts saving up his money. He found 80 acres that he bought for $80. And he was really excited because he was like, hey, there's citrus growing everywhere. There's stone fruit growing everywhere. There's nuts and grapes and raisins. This is going to be perfect. Then came the moment of truth. So when spring time comes, he gets out his pick and shovel and he's ready to go. And... Baldassar does not hit lush soil ready for planting. What he hits is hard pan, a tough sedimentary rock. This hard pan makes it almost impossible to grow the citrus trees that fill his dreams. And so Baldassar is forced again to put his plans on hold. Fast forward a few months into summertime, he gets his next big surprise, and that's our beautiful warm summers here in Fresno. We'll have a couple of weeks at like 110, and you're getting this hot, dry, just excruciating heat. Baldassar thinks, what am I going to do? His mind wanders back over his entire life up to that point, his childhood in Italy, his work on the tunnels back in Boston. And then he has an idea. He later told his brother, I just had this epiphany. Okay, well, catacombs, wine cellars, it's cooler underground. The subway tunnels I was digging back up in Boston, it's cooler underground. So Baldassar starts digging and digging and digging. First, Baldassar's plans are modest. To make some money, he gets a job again as a day laborer. And at night, he digs. After a while, he's carved a little underground apartment for himself. There's a bedroom, a kitchen, an icebox, a wood stove. 
Well, and some friends that he'd been making in the area would come over after work. You know, they've been day laboring all day. It's cooler at his place because it's underground. And so he starts getting another epiphany. And that's, well, what if I turn this into like an underground day resort where I can make little grottos and courtyards and the people of the valley can come here. They can eat some citrus and they can just walk around and just get out of the heat. So this idea of this day resort just blossoms. Baldassar doesn't have any formal architectural training, but he reads constantly. And with only shovels, picks, and hand tools, he begins to carve out new spaces, new apartments, beautiful courtyard rooms that open up to the sky, the ballroom. There's even a room underneath a fish pond so that guests down below can look up through the water and into the sky. And in the hottest part of summer, that was the coolest room. He would bring a cot down there and fall asleep watching the fish swim overhead. At the pond level, you could sit on the bench and read a book, feed the fish. It's pretty amazing. (laughs) Many of these rooms and passageways are decorated with frescoes, all painted by Baldassar. And of course, in among all these rooms are the citrus trees. They're grown underneath these skylights in planters that Baldassar filled with good soil that he found through digging or brought in from elsewhere. A lot of times when you see citrus trees, they're actually pretty squat. They're pretty low to the ground. But with ours, because those trunks are reaching for that sun through the skylight, our citrus underground have these long, skinny trunks. And then they just balloon out the top, almost like if you think about um, Dr. Seuss's, the truffula trees. It's kind of like that. It's got a long, skinny trunk, and then it's just poofy at top with oranges and leaves. For 40 years, Baldassar dug. And he planned, and he dug some more. And he never actually ended up opening the gardens up as a day spa, which was what he'd once imagined. Probably because he was always learning. And once he learned something new, he would go back and tinker with the rooms that he had already built. But even so, people got curious about what this guy over in Fresno was doing down there. His brother once said, you know, very rarely was there ever a time where there was not somebody there just, you know, wanting to see what he was doing and talk to him about what was going on. And, you know, Baldessar would never turn anybody away. He always was willing to share his dream and, you know, share an orange with somebody. But then one day in 1946, Baldassar fell ill with a hernia. Perhaps not that surprising after so many years of hard physical labor. And he went to the hospital, and he did have a successful surgery. But then he came down with pneumonia. And on November 10th, 1946, Baldassar Forestier died. He was only 67 years old. Baldassar never mapped the full extent of the gardens before he died. So it's unclear just how far and wide they once reached. But Cami estimates that they once spread across as much as 20 to 25 acres. But after his death, the state of California bought up much of the land that he owned. The state came in with eminent domain and took the property to build um, a freeway, Highway 99. And so all of those rooms to the west of our acreage got caved in to, to build. What we have left, our little five acres, that's what we have. And I mean, two and a half of our five acres is all underground. It's sometimes a little overwhelming to think that he had 10 times that much at one point. That's, you know, that's gone. Baldassar never married or had kids himself. But today, the gardens are managed by a trust operated by his younger brother's descendants. And you can come visit the courtyards and passageways that were all dug by Baldassar 
And you can take a walking tour or do a yoga class or buy goods from local businesses at the artisanal marketplace events. And there is another way to enjoy the fruits of Baldassar's labor, which is literally. About 90% of our trees are original. And one thing about citrus is normally they've got a 40 to 50 year lifespan. We have trees that are about 113 years old. So we've more than doubled that lifespan on those trees just by them being a little bit more protected because their root system and their trunks are underground. And the fruit still tastes good. We always joke that it's been aged to perfection. So it's pretty amazing. I mean, you could walk around ground level and pluck the oranges right off the top of the tree. It's pretty cool. (laughs) The Forestier Underground Gardens are open Monday through Sunday from 9 to 3. In spring and summer, they also sell three varieties of oranges, two varieties of lemons, and a grapefruit, all from Baldassar's citrus trees. They even sell pomegranate in the fall. You can reserve tickets online and find out more information about their events at undergroundgardens.com. Special thanks to Cami Sapola for telling us the story of Baldassar and his incredible, amazing underground gardens. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. This episode was produced by Amanda McGowan. The production team includes Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Willis Ryder-Arnold, Sarah Wyman, Manolo Morales, Gianna Palmer, Tracy Samuelson, John Delore, Peter Clowney. Our technical director is Casey Holford. This episode was mixed by Luce Fleming. If you want to learn more, be sure to visit atlasobscura.com. There is a link in the episode description. Our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. And I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world. I'll see you next time. Witness Docs from Stitcher. The world isn't wide enough for those with an insatiable desire for discovery. The all-new 2024 Lincoln Nautilus Hybrid SUV offers the power and freedom to explore further and deeper than ever before. Intuitive, smart features ensure that you're always connected to the road ahead. Inside, a thoughtfully designed cabin immerses you in a universe that is all your own. The larger-than-life panoramic display spans the entire width of the cabin. It's customizable and interactive. Drivers can even personalize their backgrounds with a series of nature-inspired themes. This vehicle signals the arrival of an exciting new chapter for Lincoln. Discover more about the 2024 Lincoln Nautilus at Lincoln.com. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.